0: Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of Acast Recommends. The corrupt powers that rule this nation are hard at work. They are trying to keep wages low and the rent high. They are quick to line the pockets of big businesses but tell us they can't find a dime for the people. I understand this. I've seen the rot from the inside as
1: a state senator and it's ugly and widespread. On Unboss, we are working to change that. Every day on Unbossed, we are bringing you the stories that really matter. We talk about power, corruption, justice, or lack thereof, and we break this down Every weekday, giving you the tools to give the power back to where
0: it belongs with the people. I'm Nina Turner and I am Unbought and
1: Unbossed. Listen to Unbossed on Apple Podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com
2: welcome to the quick stop formula one podcast my name is nyasha and you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us we appreciate that not joining me today is tandy tandy is actually in america living her best life and we just couldn't we couldn't synchronize the diary so i know you guys you love tandy more than you love me so what i'm gonna do is me and Tandy are going to have a quick conversation tomorrow and we're going to put out the Tandy cut of this podcast and that will be uh, a little little treat for you guys who want to listen to that. But to make up for it, I've come with two guests today. Not one, but two incredible guests. First and foremost, look, we had this guy on, I think, in May, Right. right? And since then, this guy has got married. (laughs) This guy guy has bought a Lamborghini Am am I I wrong?
1: Nah, yeah, i got a Lamborghini I'm right, I'm right still (laughs) And those bomb (laughs) jobs
2: I was thinking, what the hell is that? This guy has changed his name from Taser to Tommy Music Bro, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, thank you very much I'm doing good, I'm doing good It's been a good year (laughs) There you go I'm glad We've to up, be back on the podcast, man. Yeah, We've upgraded the
2: things that you've been on. Trust knowing. me, Anna, but like all these things, you didn't have that before. This is on <laughs> next level. Bro, how are you doing, man? How's it going?
1: Yeah, no, I'm good, man. You know, life's good. Just enjoying it, enjoying the Formula One season. Well, kind of enjoying, but we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. I'm just vibing, man, enjoying my life, nice. married life, and just. Married yeah.
2: life. I forgot the TV show as well. This guy is on a TV show on <laughs> Channel 4. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll get back to that later in the show, but congrats, bro, on, on thank all you your very success. Much. I'm glad to have you back on and also joining us. Look, Paris, you, you've been on the show more times than anyone. You are <laughs> our most favourite guest. No one's <laughs> been on this show as much as you. This is your third time. Yeah. I need to give you a hat-trick ball. Uh, thank you for coming on. Look, we've got you Paris on the chicane. Let me give you a round of applause. You deserve a round of applause as well. <laughs> so, here you go.
0: I feel like I feel like we should have maybe done mine first since 21st. we had all the bombs with for Tommy. it's cool. It's cool. Like I'm family. happy to be like, here family. as always, literal family. I'm the extra sister. When, <laughs> when you don't have Tandy, you get me. So
2: I would I feel bad. I'm like uh, I should like you know like no I no no my, it's cool. I should call my cool. cousin more often. Actually, I should, <laughs> should just call them when I'm in trouble. I'm sorry, but thank you for for coming on the show. And guys, look, I. We get a lot of tweets on our account, we get a lot of interaction. I love you guys. Before I get into anything else, please subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, all of that stuff. I always forget. Do you know what I mean? Give us give us some love. But I don't think there's been an episode of the podcast that's been as eagerly anticipated as this one. Because our boy, Lewis Howard, John, let me get a yeah. what do you mean? 101 <laughs> victories, he's done it in style and he has reduced the gap in the standings to Max Verstappen to just 12.3 races to go, what a season we are having, um, before we get into just like the whole minutia of what was a crazy weekend, uh, Tommy it's been a while obviously since we've had you on, how are you finding this season, this topsy-turvy season, I, it's, it's the season that, season that just keeps on giving.
1: Yeah, no, it's been, um, you know what? I'm in two minds. Like I've enjoyed the vibe of it and I've enjoyed the competitiveness and how, because, you know, everyone's kind of stopped developing their cars. It's almost an equal playing field amongst the separate divisions within Formula One. Yeah. So you've got um, Mercedes and Red Bull um, up ahead and then you've got the Ferraris, the McLarens and Alpines all kind of fighting for victories as well, which is quite, it's pretty cool. And then you, it's, it's nice to see Williams finally gets some decent points, even though some of them
2: yeah. Oh, a bit <laughs> oh, okay, but
1: yeah, no, it's been a good season, but I think overall i'm I'm a bit disappointed with the you know the conduct of huh? red Bull <laughs> no. I, I think it's it's like it's kind of like what they the narrative they've been painting. About you know the competitors and the the toxicity is just a bit too it's a bit too obvious now and it's a, it's a yeah. bit too much. But other than that, I've enjoyed the season. I thought it's been lit, man. Yeah,
2: it has been. And look, we we'll, I think we will definitely have to get to Red Bull at some point with everything yeah. that's kind of happened this weekend. Paris, you guys have been documenting the season. It's not yeah. even that long since we last had you on, to be honest. Um But yeah. when did you guys come on? Was it after? Uh,
0: I actually can't remember. I'm not even going to try and remember. Yeah, my no, we're going to try. this evening. <laughs> um, no, we've we've been obviously like doing all of our pods simultaneously with you guys. This is our first year as well, um, mm. doing it. So I've never actually looked into a season this intensely as I have like yeah. this year. Um, but I think it's been a good season to kind of follow, if that yeah. kind of makes any sense. If, if uh, it was a good year to start, or think.
2: 100 percent I mean look we what a year to start what a season and when you're talking about things to follow let's get into the let's go back to Friday and mm-hmm. we have a situation where we have qualifying on Friday Friday night you know it's great I, I think I don't know what are your yeah. thoughts on the, on the new format Tommy do you have any thoughts on a new format do you like because I don't think we we had, yeah, this first spin race for Silverstone. So I think you were doing the Spanish Grand Prix. So what mm. what are your thoughts on like the sprint format? Are you a fan? Do you want, are you like a, do you want like just the old,
1: the old way? Listen, let me tell you something. The sprint is garbage, man. It is literally <laughs> the most garbage. I don't even know why they're trying to force it down our throats, but it's clear that, the, you know, they need to sell tickets. You know, they want to, yeah. they want to make more money. And if you can make money on the, um, the Saturday Um, as well as the Sunday. that's Yeah, but it's not working, man, because we're just getting a mini race. And I just think... the
0: sprint race. Get rid of that. Get rid of it. Just just change it. I don't like it. I don't like the way it works right now.
1: If you're going to have a sprint race, it just has to be a bit more dynamic. Like, there has to be... Everyone... I feel like everyone should be on the same tyres and... I don't know, man. Just switch it up, man. Because right now it's just like a mini
2: race. A, you like a, would you be a fan of, say, um, a reverse grid, potentially?
1: Nah, that's garbage <laughs> as well, man. Like, Imagine you don't need... You, all you have to do is... Dr- what, you mean so the slowest cars start first?
2: Well, I guess like having something where maybe having... Uh, I, I don't know, like qualifying. So the qualifying is done for the race, but then for the sprint race, it's a they reverse. Flip over. Yeah, that, yeah all I the think that's garbage 10s. as well, no. man. That's not <laughs> that's
1: not really happening, man. That's, they kept saying
0: this weekend that the that Lewis going through the pack was a, a kind of like you know yeah, let's do sprint races because yeah. it shows that it will work. And I'm like, actually, I don't think it does because <laughs> if you bring everybody to the back. It's just going to be the same story as in Exactly. in a, a few laps they'll all be at the front again. It, it doesn't, it's gonna, it's doesn't not banging change at all. anything.
1: I've never seen a sport that rewards people for being the slowest by putting them first. It doesn't make yeah. sense. That's like, mm-hmm. imagine like you're doing athletics and they say, oh, the slowest people, they get a head start and then uh, yeah. yeah you guys go, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I think that they, they need to just I I would prefer maybe a one-shot qualifying where you get one hot lap and then Mm. you have to really, like, and maybe some people go one at a time and then we just do a 20-minute qualifying session, bang, 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 bang. That would be fly, but right now I'm not feeding sprint races. I literally
0: said the same thing after Silverstone. So after the first sprint race um, on our, our video, I literally said the exact same thing. I said, I think what you need is, like, something where you can see the individual kind of pace of of the cars. Yeah. And then you can really see like the Ferraris versus the McLarens for example like it would be really mm-hmm. good to see them just on a like one pace lap shootout. Yeah. Who has the best car? It it's much easier, I think. Yeah. Um, also what bothers me about sprint qualifying is it makes um Friday's qualifying obsolete. what's the point of watching it on Friday it has no impact on the race it just pushes everything to a day where people are mostly at work and who's going to even really watch it I just think it should be its own thing and I don't think it should impact on Sunday's race
2: playing devil's advocate okay? and if I'm playing advocate for the bosses of F1 you know I'm devil's advocate because these men are wicked
1: Um
2: okay so let's say you know they're saying but the youngers the youngers want short format look at 2020 look at i don't actually know any other sport i'm trying to think of other like short format sports but the youngers you know they they're looking at their phone all the time they don't they don't want these long things like you know can you have some sympathy with i guess You know, Friday practice, what's the point of Friday practice? Like two Friday practice. No one needs to see two sessions of Friday practice. So surely a competitive race is better than watching cars go around on, you know, hard tires doing long, long race. So
0: I think I heard the 2020 argument. Cricket is five days long.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Nobody is sitting down to even the people who who watch cricket don't sit down and watch cricket exactly. for five days. Exactly. <laughs> they fall asleep in the stands. It's not the same thing. Like racing's a couple of hours. It's it's a similar length. Alright, you have a two hour time limit, but it's a similar length to a football game. It's not yeah. really that long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, you know, things like practice and stuff, the reason maybe the younger people or the new people who are watching the sport don't get into it is because it's not explained to them in a way that they can understand and, and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, if you really want to switch it up, all the teams should just put their third driver, the young drivers, and then do that as the sprint race. I would watch that. Because if you <laughs> yeah. said, oh, we're going to have, you know, um, Esteban Gutierrez versus uh, Nick DeFries and all these people, I'd be like, yo, this is lit, man. Seeing new yeah. people driving the cars, they should do that. I think that would be quite fun to watch. But right now... Nah man I'm not like no, if I you didn't. give your if you give your test drivers and your younger drivers an opportunity to win you points yeah, like maybe on the sprint race, and it doesn't affect the mad standings; it only affects the constructors. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's certain. That's a good idea. I would mean, you, know, you got that? Right? Up. I'm gonna I take it. my peoples up. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: idea is fire. Like, I'm <laughs> like, take that okay. to
1: that's Ross This guy's just ripping. I think that would be cold. Like, imagine seeing all the younger drivers, and all the all the result
2: effects is the constructor
1: standing. That would be so lit. I reckon that will be amazing and to as, watch,
2: and also, and I think that's another thing that they that people have tried to say is, you know, this season, the F two season still hasn't finished, and but they've not raced, you know, for, for time. They had like a massive break, and because they had like did different rounds all over the place, then it's like if you could elevate F two to being something that people would want to watch and tune in with and get involved with, then that is better than just giving us a nonsense race you know exactly the, the sprint race uh, my true feelings on it I, I i'm not as heated as you do about it but i you know what i don't mind the 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 friday night or fr- late friday evening like entertainment but i i do get that it's such a, a, it's such a clear money grab. I think yeah. I just, I can't see past the money grab. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, obviously if I, you know, next year I do want to go to, you know, a couple of Grand Prix and I guess I'll be happy for it there. Cause you know, I guess if I bought a weekend ticket, it'll be more fun for me mm-hmm. to see a race than to see practice. But at the same time, the format has to change. Hopefully next season with cars running closer to each other, the whole, you know, this new formula we're going to get overtaking it's going to be easier all of these things maybe that makes it better but i think hamilton was the reason why i was entertaining uh this weekend i'm pretty sure that was the reason it was entertaining um was it in
0: it was definitely in the Monza. It was entertaining that in silverstone because i remember yeah, like win, the... winning at the end of me being going fucking crazy yeah it was
2: just you know the sprint Exactly. like but the thing is you know I'm pretty sure in Monza as well like nothing happened but they tried mm. to maybe someone was at the back and they made up a few places but yeah I think it needs to be changed but we'll see but on Friday Lewis Hamilton qualified in pole position by about four tenths of a second we're all thinking wow this is great championships on like you know obviously he's gonna qualify at the front for the spin race but Look, if he finishes first, then he'll be sixth, and then from sixth, you know, we can still we can still get it because he had to take a five place grid penalty. So we knew that wherever he qualified after the sprint race, he would get a five place grid penalty. And then Friday night, uh, we get the news that he is being investigated. Uh and this uh we we don't get the result until about an hour before the sprint race. Um uh, Tommy, i'll come to you and then paris will come to you what i i guess the the, the rear wing was a malfunctioning so it broke basically for those who, yeah. who kind of don't fully understand the rear wing the drs flap Opened more than it is allowed. I think it's supposed to be 85 millimeters. I read somewhere that the discrepancy was 0.2 of a millimeter.
1: It was 0.02 of a millimeter or 0.04. It was something stupid.
2: Like of a millimeter. So we know how small a millimeter is. It is, and it was a malfunction. So it wasn't, Toto said that across the whole rear wing, it wasn't like all the way across. It was at the right hand side. So just a little part of the wing had broken but it was enough to uh, to cause the uh, break in the regulations. And, and therefore, you know, the FIA deemed it uh, a disqualification from qualifying and Hamilton would essentially uh, start from the back in the sprint race. Tommy, what are your thoughts on the disqualification or the decision to disqualify Hamilton? I guess, are you, do you think it's, you know, those are the rules or... Uh, or, or or do you think there's uh, maybe a mistake that was made?
1: You know, if I'm putting on my um, fairness hat, I think, you know <laughs> what, the rules are the rules in it. Like you have 0.85 or whatever the yeah. 0.85 millimeter opening at the maximum point. If you're exceeding it, you're exceeding it. My only issue, or oh, I've got a few issues actually, <laughs> the time it took them to make a decision, that was yeah. ridiculous. And yeah. then also the fact that I'm pretty sure other teams have been changing broken parts in Park Fermi, and they haven't been yep. kind of penalized. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure why they weren't given an opportunity to change it themselves. I mean, we've seen it. We saw it this weekend with Red yep. Bull. We saw it previous weekend with Red Bull. We saw it the previous weekend with Red Bull after yep. every quali- qualifying session. I remember even last weekend, we saw them duct taping that thing up, like doing all this. Yep. I'm yep. like, bro, like, <laughs> like, this isn't making sense. But you know what? It is what it is. They took the penalty. They took it on the chin. They just said, you know what? The next day we're just going to work extra hard. So rules are rules, but I think there needs to be more consistency amongst how the rules are governed um, within the different teams.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent, Paris. I guess, yeah. How did you feel? As I guess, yeah. as Someone obviously you're following, and you're you know you're gonna have to report on on all of this. Uh, are you reporting with your fairness hat on, or does 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 your kind of fandom make you slightly annoyed at the FIA?
0: I think um, if it had just been the disqualification, I probably wouldn't have thought much of it. Okay. I got the general feeling this week weekend that there was a little bit of a vendetta against Mercedes, uh, and I think you, that uh, was what made me kind of look back at it and be like, "Hold on a second, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, was this was this actually kosher? Like, was this fair? Because, like, like Tommy said, you know, rules are rules, and and essentially you know to be fair to the FIA what they basically said was that had Mercedes or I don't even think they said this but what was kind of generally acknowledged in the paddock was had Mercedes found the, the fault and yeah. repaired it themselves before the FIA had got to do the little one yeah. trick then they probably would have not been disqualified because essentially they would have repaired it and you know they wouldn't have been able to get the gauge through so they, yeah. Even though it might have had a bit of sticky tape or whatever on it to hold it together, they would have still passed it. So, had they found it, but then you are literally splitting hairs. Like, yeah, the amount yeah. that it went through was a ridiculously tiny amount. And um, I think what was key was that Toto Wolf basically said that a long, remember, these cars are nearly like I two
1: think, meters or something,
0: two meters wide, right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. yeah. 1.8 wide. Yeah. So you've got like a really, really long span, and for the three quarters of the way they're they're going through with this thing, and it's mm. it's fine, so you could tell that it wasn't intentional, you could tell that' it's mm. something, and also it was tested before the race, so it mm. wasn't just tested after the race, and oh they found out that something's like maybe a yeah, yeah, yeah. miss, it was tested before the race, and it passed and it was tested again after the um after the qualifying sorry, and yeah, it yeah. didn't pass. So to me, that shows that something's happened during the race. And what they're basically saying is, okay, well, it should be able to deal with whatever loads and all this kind of stuff. But also with the test, I feel like it's a it's a human error kind of test because they put the sorry, I'm getting real technical. But this is how much it annoyed me because they, they put the gauge through and they have to apply. They said that just touching it, it wouldn't go through. Yeah. but they have to apply pressure and they applied up to 10 newtons of pressure. So that's basically taking your hand and kind of shoving it through a little yeah. bit. And you know with anything, like if you're sticking a plug in a wall or whatever, if you put a little bit of pressure, it's going to go in. Like yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, it was, to me, it was something that they could have been lenient with and they chose mm. not to be.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's, yeah.
0: that's looking at the whole weekend, they did that a lot. Ah,
1: and- yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, and, and, and I think... Look, we're looking at a sport that, let's just not beat around the bush yeah. They have been trying to take this title off Mercedes for a minute now.
1: From last season, bro. Changing
2: the rules. But they've changed the whole rule. There was no need to change the rules, okay? There was like, we could have just gone into a new season with the same cars we had last year because obviously it's like a a stopgap season because of the regulation change that got pushed back we could have just had the same cars fine but no we have a directive which is clearly aimed at slowing down Mercedes and helping out other teams fine Fine. we'll deal with that we'll deal with that we get silly decisions throughout the season from the FIA, but this weekend has just felt like I Tandy likes to come on here and talk about conspiracy theories, and I most of the time I just laugh at her because really, like, what are we doing here? Like, are are we really going to be conspiracy theorists? But I've never felt as much like I'm watching an absolute farce as I have this weekend. It's like, come on,
1: it's it's not making sense.
2: It's not, it's not making sense.
0: What's his name? Johnny Herbert, or of his faces. He was on there. Even he was just like, what? Like, some of the decisions, Ted Kravitz was like, mm, even with the gauge and the disqualification, nah. Kravitz was just like, I-, I don't know why they made this decision, but like, Ugh. you can tell it's, ba- it's so blatant that it's baffling people in the paddock that have been in the It's not making sense.
2: It's not making sense. To disqualify someone from qualifying for a part breaking, and and I also, by the way, this is not like Sebastian Vettel. I, I just want to say that like, this is nothing like Sebastian Vettel running out of fuel. Okay. Yeah. Because
1: very different.
2: This is, this is not that because Sebastian Vettel and the team know how much fuel is in that car. <laughs> From the moment that car leaves the garage, they're fully aware. Okay. And if you're not fuel saving and you run out of fuel and you don't have enough, to have a fuel sample at the end of the race, you know, what, I'm not going to say too much because I know you have got the Aston Martin ties. I'm not going to say too much, yeah, but I just wanted to like highlight that. I just don't think the. Vis- I know people are like saying, "Well, Vettel got disqualified for not having a fuel sample." I think that's slightly different, but for me, the time it's taken for them to get to this decision. They can't even. They can't. Mercedes at the end of the race still didn't have that rear wing back to have a look at it and see what went wrong. So it just in case, what if it happened to the next wing that they ran as well? Like, what what do we do then if we're not able to look at the wing? And uh, we
0: didn't even get to Verstappen touching it.
2: <laughs> just to Not say. even... Oh, <laughs> what's this guy doing? Guys, Paris told me, why is Max Verstappen going up to the back of a car and touch it and just, he was just having a feel, he was no, having no. A feel. No consent, okay there was no consent of him touching that mercedes back off okay and he's gone up and he's caressed it why tell me why paris give me a reason
0: do you know what yeah i don't know but he had a proper like he touched underneath and even i think um christian horner was like he felt something different there was something mm. different between i
1: think the I'm
0: like, was
1: trying to gauge um so in the middle of the wing there's a DS, drs actuator i think you're trying to gauge the the, the feel of it yeah. or the feel like how much flex was in yes. what it was on
0: okay so yeah. this also leads into the conspiracy theory a little bit as well that apparently adrian knew he was seen talking to the fia before the whole disqualification thing and that's what i'm saying i'm not saying what was said i don't know what was discussed yeah but you know, Verstappen had a little filzy. Next thing you know, the the you know, Adrian news having a conversation, and then they're disqualified.
1: Yeah, it's it sounds sounds a bit fishy to me. Man, I <laughs> when I hear Michael Massey talking to Red Bull, they're sounding very buddy-buddy no, yeah. to me, man.
2: Let's just it's, it's a bit strange. Let's <laughs> just get into it. Let's get because I was like, Let you know, we could go. We'll talk about the rest. No, let's, let's just go, skip, man. okay, and yeah, we'll come yeah. back to Lewis on the whole. But let's just get to this incident at turn four, okay? Because I am beyond perplexed, okay? I'm going to set the scene for you guys at home. Obviously, Lewis Hamilton is hunting down Max Verstappen. He tries to move in turn one. It doesn't come off. That's why he goes back behind uh, Verstappen. He's got, oh yeah, I forgot to mention, the weaving, by the way, like the blatant weaving across the... He was weaving... The moment they come out of the back corner, the last corner, he's weaving all the way down that straight, which is not allowed. And then they go into turn four. Hamilton is on the outside, similar to, I guess, a situation that happened in Hungary. Austria. Or Austria. I was going to say, there's a couple of situations in Austria which got... I want to give a bit of balance. But how we, the Perez and Norris incident in Austria... Yeah. Where Perez got uh, a got a five second penalty. I think he done one on Leclerc, same race as well, didn't he? And he got Uh,
0: Norris got the five second penalty. Is it Norris? Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But it was a similar similar kind of thing. Similar kind of things. Yeah. They were battling, and and Perez went wide and ended up in the gravel. Yeah. But uh, obviously, in this situation, there was no gravel. It
2: was runoff. No, exactly. So. uh, And then they try to go to the corner and Max essentially opens the steering wheel and they both go incredibly wide off track and come back. Now, Paris, watching that, let's put aside what we're saying about the FIA and we're going to, we'll get back to that. No bias, no like whatever, just looking at that incident, what were your thoughts? like did you think it was penalty worthy or not
0: i feel like i need need to come back like you said to the weaving yeah straight away i my first thought was like dude this guy is planting himself all over the track but not in like so basically they say that you're only allowed to move once like on when you're defending you're only allowed to move once to defend your line you could argue that lewis was far enough back that, like because he was still turning the corner when Max was already on the straight kind of thing. So you yeah. could argue that he wasn't close enough for it to be considered defending. But Max was defending. Like we know that Lewis was coming up close and he was coming up fast and he was defending. That's the reason he was weaving. He weren't weaving to warm his tires. Like he was <laughs> yeah. weaving to defend. So
2: yeah,
0: even from then, my eyebrows was raised. I was thinking, all right, he's gonna do I was saying Mad Max, he's gonna do his Mad Max um oh
2: yeah.
0: oh yeah. And then obviously they go, they go around and and you could just tell that if Lewis was the type of person who did not defend in the way he does, they would have collided. And that would have been Max's fault because he was missing from the apex. It wasn't, it
2: wasn't even trying to. 100%. 100%. I, 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 Tommy, I know you like cars, yeah? I know you're <laughs> driving a lot. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, so um, when I was watching it, I immediately knew that he, um, opened up the steering wheel. He wasn't, he wasn't trying to make the corner. He was trying to push Lewis wide. There was no lockup before the corner. So there was no reason for him to run wide. There was no shimmy of the car. There was no alteration on the steering wheel. He hadn't changed the diff. He hadn't changed the brake balance. He just ran wide. And, um, I was watching it and I thought, I was even laughing. I was like, ah, oh, this guy's going to get, a, I was like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's going to get a penalty. I said, he can't handle the, he can't handle, um, people overtaking him. He has to, like look i'm going to just say it straight up he's done it here he did it in monza like yes. this guy just cannot hack you know him, you know and no. even toto wolf said look like for them is it makes more sense for both of them not to finish than for lewis to overtake him so it was a clear attempt to just push lewis off the track and hope i think he was hoping they would either collide or that lewis would just run off and they not be able to catch him yeah. but to me that was a dirty move and i think it sets a bad precedent for um younger generations and younger the junior formulas. And it also means like, all right, cool. If that's what can be done, why don't I just push people off every corner? Like,
2: like it's mad. It's what's crazy to me is that a man couldn't make no attempt at making the corner. They're both, he's actually so wide that he's taken Hamilton even wider off and the Lewis, track.
1: And Lewis was on the racing line and Lewis yeah. was in front of him. Like, it's, I, nah, that's bonkers it's to me, man. It's
2: crazy. But then we get into a situation with the FIA. And you're like, okay, cool. The FIA, they're going to look at this. Michael Massey, he's there. He gets a call from Red Bull. Let me tell you now, yeah, these men were flirting on radio. Bam, I heard they the were, call and I was like, what, what my i no.
1: and he was like yeah no i agree with you you know I yeah agree. like thanks. it's fine and he, then even red bull said yeah thanks michael and he was like thanks, oh, no problem and can i just rewind to belgium when at the end of the race um red bull was saying oh yeah you know just let them race let's let's just go under the safety car and then end the race if we have to then at the end of the race red bull on radio like oh yeah thanks michael thanks that's a good race and then michael's like um, yeah no problem yeah it was nice uh, talking to you i'm like you two are no. a bit too friendly for my liking. Too friendly! You're, you're supposed to be an independent spectator, someone that judges what's happening on track. How are you independent when you're being bare friendly friendly with them? But every time he talks to any other team, it's not like no.
2: that. He's rude! He's yeah. bare rude when he's talking to anyone else, you know? But y- you know what, yeah? He's like, you know them aunties, yeah, who like they will be nice to like one person. One person will be able to like have be like have that chance. Maybe, maybe you might be able to sweet talk them. everyone else, bro. Bear rude, bro. I'm, I'm like, I just, I can't believe, I can't believe what I'm watching. I'm, on, I'm looking at my TV. These two are flirting on radio, and then he's like, okay, okay, so, yeah, we're gonna take a good look at it. Mercedes. Cool, but the
0: stewards didn't look at it at all, did
2: they? It never because even comes to the stewards. said, said, he said the "My sensei. man said, they basically it. said,
0: no investigation necessary." exact words no investigation necessary which means he didn't send it to the stewards to even yeah. get looked at
1: because if that went to the stewards listen that is a clear
0: <laughs> And that is exactly what i wrote i was like all right this, that's gone to the stewards like straight away before it's it even, even came up i was like yeah that's gone to the stewards cool we'll, we'll see what happens with that <laughs> Nothing from time no, like, I mean, Paul De
1: Resta says that Paul De Resta was saying it's a bad choice after the race. I was like, if my man, right. the ultimate Lewis hater, the ultimate Max fanboy, yeah, if
2: he's saying that, no, nah, this is mad. This is just so mad. It's honestly I don't think, yeah, I've been watching F1 for time, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen like for me, yeah. Um, it's like blatant like, they're fixing this shit right now. Like, I, yeah. I, I can't, I can't, I literally can't think of any other reason. He, Like, he didn't, and also, yeah, no, we need to get into this camera situation, yeah, because I'm starting to feel, I'm getting paranoid, yeah. No, no that's get,
0: actually so wild. I I'm don't no, I really don't even
2: understand. Wait, 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 wait. The, the
1: footage hasn't dropped yet, has it?
2: No. no. Bro, the footage hasn't dropped. Shout out to, oh, Curtis, Curtis editor of boy. he said that video is at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean right now.
1: Oh, yeah. no, it's gone. That
2: video is bruv, I'm telling you now, release the tapes, yeah. Release the Verstappen cut. We we're need never to getting see. that. We're never
1: yeah. getting that. Do you know why they we're they never know. getting it? Because
2: they, they know he didn't. He didn't even to check,
1: Listen. Yeah. Why did they show us the back? Why did they show us the back when Lewis was in front of my no. man family? Like, it makes no sense. No. I was no. watching that like,
2: <laughs> this is sus. They have
0: <laughs> every single onboard of every single driver at all times. Ta- Wait, when you have Sky Q or Sky um, F1 or whatever, F1 TV, yeah. can you see the onboard? Like,
1: they nice. flipped it to the back view. You so this is the thing. So you can only... are so watching that- it from the front and it just flipped to the back yeah, view. Yeah, that like- camera
2: at the top does everything. So, you can only look at one angle on one car at a time. So, at that point, the director, for whatever reason, has decided like, to go. <laughs> he was like, you know what? will be good. Lewis is yeah. in front of him. Let's give him the rear. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? He's like, oh, just switch that. Like, he's, 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 he's seen what's about to happen. Yeah, he's gone. Let's go to the rear. He's gone to the rear. Now, Michael Massey you're telling mercedes that you've you're taking a good look at it you're flying with red bull we're going to look at it we're going to take a good look into it you've not even seen Max's is on board okay so there's no like for you to have taken that decision before the stewards get to get to, have a chance to get to it. Nah, and the stewards I, I, have,
1: actually, who elected this youth fam? Like, who nah. elected him? Why is, he, <laughs> why is he even running things, fam? Like, listen, the, I don't like the guy, you know, man. Listen, listen, Charlie would have never let this happen, fam. Oh, bro, my God, nah, I'm not rest it, in bro. peace.
2: No, nah, honestly, yeah, rest in peace, Charlie. Like, bro, he's turning in his grave right now. I can't believe what this <laughs> guy that was. Just putting everything aside, yeah? Does that now mean at every corner, if you're on the inside, you can now just take someone completely off the track and carry Mm. on? And now Lewis has got to track you down with dirty tires. Like, thank God Lewis is Lewis Hamilton, yeah? Because anyone else that could have shaken them up, that could have taken them out of their stride. You know, we've got to carry on using high engine modes now for a bit longer that we probably, you know, whatever. like. It's ridiculous that, and then he gets the black and white flag. Lewis is already halfway past him and he's getting the uh, black and white flag. And when he
1: got the black and, and white black flag, before. my man, Max literally said, haha, tell him I said hi. I went, <laughs> "No, I went." this is a bit too money, money for my liking, you know.
0: <laughs> he's arrogant. He's so arrogant. He's I'm, I'm, I'm going to let my whole anti-Max Verstappen thing fly. I feel it like go. it could let run it go. on here. Like, I, I keep, I'm not going to lie. I keep it a bit fair and unbiased like I, yeah. I, I I keep it a little no, that's bit calm good.
2: You every so often
0: I will go wild but I preface it with a massive disclaimer I'm gonna let it yeah. fly <laughs> he was so arrogant with it like that he, like, he he had done something that was flagrant like he was just like I don't even care like no one's gonna tell me nothing for this
2: he is being enabled okay at some point this brother has got to get a 10 second penalty and it's got Bruh. to ruin his race. Bruh. Because bro, this guy's crashing into people. He parked a car on Lewis's head. He walked off like he was in Astar. I mean, like, he doesn't give a fuck. And then he's doing yeah, this no, yesterday. It, and and he doesn't care. And because he, he just thinks this is what I can do. He's like, he's not getting ten second penalties for it. He's not getting done over for it. So he's just like, I'm gonna carry on doing it. Tommy, what do you think? Like it's, it, am I going mad? Are we are me and Paris going mad? Or is Verstappen is he just moving mad with no no cause for for reaction or action on, on, his, no, car, no, no. on his ass?
1: He's, he's moving mad and he's being enabled by not only Red Bull, not only by his father, but also by the FIA. Like he's actually being enabled and it's mad yeah. to see. Like the stuff that he's doing would not fly in F2, you know? Like it just would yeah. not fly. Yeah. And he's allowed yeah. to do it on Formula One, the biggest motorsport stage in the world. And you're allowed to be driving yeah. like that. That is mad. Like, it's not do you know sense. what
0: sold it. Do you know what sold it was just the reaction from the commentators, yeah? For me, because even they were just like, yeah. That should be investigated. Like, you could say, Oh, an investigation coming up, like, they, they were saying it themselves. Mm-hmm, and, like no. you said, even Paul the Rester was just like, Oh, uh, okay, uh, let they're me, probably let happy for Max no. that he didn't get investigated. But everybody knew what should have happened in that circumstance, regardless of so. Lewis didn't make the move stick. Like, he didn't end up in front of Max for long enough to say that he was, you know, completely in front of Max. However, in defending and going offline, Max did gain a lasting advantage because he he kept his place. He kept his position.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Either way, like, he should have either had to give the position back to Lewis for for doing that, or he should have got a penalty. It's it's so clear-cut. Like, I don't... The, the fans who are who are going against it, I, I really think that you guys are literally just on some vendetta against Lewis. Because this isn't about Lewis and That's Max, it. it's about racing. Yeah. It's, yeah. The way they did it is just wrong.
1: Do you know what I'm seeing? Do you know what I'm seeing a lot of? This isn't about, you know, we want Max to win. It's we don't want Lewis to yeah. win. Yeah. That is what I'm seeing. Yeah. And it's so obvious. Yeah. Up and down the paddock. Even Alonso said, I'm trying to help Max. Help Max with what, fam? He's not your boy. Like no, he's not your boy. It's not, it's not making sense. Everyone is just you know what it is? Everyone just doesn't want Lewis to win. So everyone's yeah. against Mercedes. Everyone, even from time his own teammate didn't want him to be winning. Like It's just a bit ridiculous. <laughs> like, imagine being Michael Jordan, yeah? And everyone, when Michael Jordan was at the peak of his career, everyone was like, this guy's a GOAT. Every team respected his yeah. performance. Even though some people didn't like him, they still respect him. Formula 1. Nah, they don't like Lewis and they do not want him to win. They don't celebrate him as the GOAT. They're trying their hardest to make sure he's not winning. Even when I'm seeing FI making mad decisions, I'm like, it's so obvious they don't want him to win. Like, it's not... it's not. They're not trying to hide it anymore. And it's a no, bit sad.
2: It's... You know what, yeah? I don't know how familiar you are, guys are with... Like, some of the history of Formula 1. But I, I actually watched the Senna documentary the other day. And... um, um great documentary by the way if you've, if you've not seen it, it, it i'd highly recommend it for any formula one fan um so senna and prost had that uh accident uh, and an accident i can't remember which year it was but i think maybe this the first yeah i don't think he'd won a title yet but he uh senna and prost going to the chicane at uh, suzuka they kind of crash into each other and then uh Senna gets helped out of the chicane by a, by Marshall and he goes on, basically goes on to win the race. He like comes back from well behind, wins the race, wins a championship. And then the FIA, because they like favor Alan Prost and they're French and whatever, basically they were like, you didn't come back onto the racetrack in the correct manner. But it was like, I was already off the track. I couldn't have come off anyway. Anyway, that is like, i remember watching that and thinking wow they were fucking that's cheating like these the fia mm. basically rigged it and i was like wow that's crazy but this was in like the late 80s of course like during mean, we're not as sophisticated then there's not all the camera angles whatever like it's it, it was a it was a different sport i'm sat here in 2021 yeah and i'm watching with my very eyes the fia rigging this championship and i'm like i can i literally cannot I cannot sit by on this podcast, and 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 we're we look we're three people. We watched it in three different houses, yeah, and we're saying this. Everyone online saying it, like you say, if Sky F one, okay, if if like if Paul DeResta, I was expecting Paul Paul DeResta. By the way, condoned Max's like Monza accident, Mm-mm. saying he had a right to go for that. I would have wanted him yep. to go for that he so if so if paul de resta thinks monza is okay but he thinks what happened yesterday was wrong you know you know something is fucked here like mm. and i i don't think it will ever come out but i just i i think it's at at best it is incompetence of the highest order trust me and he, i'm not even a
1: conspiracy theory guy but no, I, mean it. I got it. It's like, I mean, this isn't a theory, man. It's just straight it? up. Is this is, is what's it? happening, yeah. I think it's, it's
0: because what it is, let's be honest, even though Lewis has the most fans in the world, in the sense of, like, a lot of people who don't watch Formula 1 love Lewis. Yeah, Actually, within the Formula 1 community, the people who love Lewis is probably quite small mm. in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've seen this year, like, Pretty much at every other race except the US, Zandvoort sorry, the US, Silverstone, and Brazil, he's yeah. been getting booed, like he hasn't really been have having the support of the crowd. So yeah. realistically, if you're taking global F1 fandom, although I actually reckon Japan probably would also be behind Lewis, a yeah, couple places China, that, that yeah. probably will have Lewis's back. The majority of Europe and, and the rest yeah. of those kind of fans, they're not they're not behind Lewis. So, no, the stealing... and it's because
1: he's black. Let's be straight <laughs> up and just say it. That's it.
2: Country, Let's these countries, just get to the shit. Let's
1: these countries,
2: get to the shit. Okay. very,
1: very, 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 very it large is. majority of um, people in these countries are racist. Let's just keep it straight up. Let's not it, dance around it. It's not because it he's the best. It's because he's black. Because when Michael Schumacher was winning, it was all good. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got the yeah. seven
0: titles, and no one told him that. Oh, maybe it's no. time somebody
2: else should win. No one so, sure. was like it's just because he's in the fastest car when this yeah. guy was he had a whole tire company working for it what's like no cares, <laughs> you know what I'm cares right. yeah.
1: you know
0: and literally just because of that what i think the fia and um, red bull have taken upon themselves they feel like they need to change the tide but they're going by any means necessary to do that and what yeah. it's doing is making a farce of the sport because yeah. it's it's now borderline like it's so blatant at first all right they changed the rules in, in the beginning of the year to make it fairer or whatever cool do your thing because mercedes Fair. can still do their engineering throughout the year they can and what they that's what they've done yeah they have now risen to the challenge and they've made their car fast enough so now that what can they do but put even more shackles on them and say no all right cool we've got to hold you down in different ways now and it's got to the point where it's petty and it's like ridiculous technicalities that would not otherwise fly
1: listen for the FIA they cannot have a black man be known as the most successful driver of all time with eight championships and this many wins it's just not they're not they're not they don't want that like they need Michael Schumacher to always be their poster boy do you know what I'm saying
2: or they need to usher in their new golden boy which which they're Clearly making, you know, they're clearly billing Max as Sky every other second, you know, putting Max and Lewis at the same level, you know, the two F1 greats against each other. I know there's one who's got <laughs> seven titles. My <laughs> man has even got one championship, bro. I swear,
1: how many, how many um pole positions did he have before this year? Like three? Like, yeah. what the hell is all. going on?
2: It's not making sense. No, it's, it's... it's not. It's literally not making sense. Um We had this issue early on in the week with F1. Releasing the still Max Rises thing. And it's like the disrespect on Lewis Hamilton by this, by the sport, which mm. they owe this man so much because it would be irrelevant. Okay. He make,
1: bro, it he would be literally irrelevant. put Formula One on the map for millions of people. Let's keep it 110. There's so 100%. many people that were not interested in Formula One until Lewis Hamilton started doing his thing. So, like, I,
2: it's hilarious. I saw today, we're going to, you know what, we've buried these men. We do need to move on. But I I saw today, ironically, F1 posted um, a tweet about all the celebrities who were uh, congratulating Lewis Hamilton on his win when for the last three, four weeks since the Megan the Stallion incident, all we've had is oh celebrities in F1, or they're whatever, you know, we we don't give a F about celebrities, Formula 1. But when when Lewis is you want to cut off Lewis's fame and showing, oh look all these celebrities watching F1. They're watching it because of Lewis Hamilton. Okay? Trust and me. you're clout chasing off the back of that. I can't stand these man. I'm telling you now, this season, yeah, I want to. I want you guys at home hear me and hear me good, yeah? When Lewis Hamilton wins his eighth title, w- we're going to be insufferable, okay? Insufferable! Because th- what they're trying to do to my man and the lengths and the things that he's had to overcome are ridiculous. But, guys, I hear that. what we did witness on Sunday was... Uh, i mean, Look, I'll let you guys... Paris, what do you think? How do you rank... Oh, I mean, look, how do you rank the sprint race and the, the the race itself in terms of Lewis's performances? I guess let's just put them all into one. Uh, how do you rank Lewis's performances this weekend?
0: I mean, I definitely have recency bias just because my brain my brain doesn't work <laughs> the way I want it to work. I can't recall yeah. races. I have literally been watching Formula One since like I was probably about five years old, yeah. and I've literally been watching Formula One avidly since I was about <laughs> fifteen years old. And nice. I promise you you ask me about any race I will not be able to tell you. <laughs> however the feeling that I had this weekend was was brilliant I was just, yeah. like on top of the world I was so happy I had two of my cousins chatting shit to me on Saturday night about <laughs> like how you know Lucy just got the fastest car da, 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 da. yeah they're on that train as well yeah it happens I don't really <laughs> care so I had two of them chatting crap and like sending them tweets on 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 Sunday and even on Saturday after the race like i was just like yeah this is this is brilliant and um yeah for me i think it shut a lot of people up and i love it yeah. i absolutely
2: love it 100 percent, tommy um he did what did he do so he done 20th to 10th on saturday and then 10th to first and then a 10 second gap at the end of the race um put into your own words uh, how, how are you feeling after after watching that performance yeah now spectacular I
1: think it's probably one of the greatest drives we've ever seen you know in Formula 1 over um, across the weekend definitely um, it was just do you know what really struck it for me it was clean clean yeah. not a single nothing forced no dirty moves yeah. no um, moves like panicking he was it was just clean controlled poised and it was respectful and I think it was um, definitely one of the drives that tv's always going to go back to it so oh, this is one of the greatest drives of all time da, 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 da. yeah um but yeah it was it was it was it was mesmerizing to watch because it was just constant it was like he was doing qualifying laps every yeah. single lap like and yeah. to me that's crazy the last race that i saw that that was he was performing like that was hungry 2019 where he chased down max yeah 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 that that was mad. Or was it 2020? Yeah. yeah, it's
2: 2019. No, I think that's an underrated Hamilton victory. I, I, I love that. Uh, I yeah. love that win because, yeah, like you say, he, he had about 20 laps to basically get a 20-second gap down um, and, he, and, and then overtake it hungry. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, incredible performance. Um, yeah, I mean, we're looking at, I think, for me, the reason why it's so great is just the context that it's in, you know if let's yeah you know, i'm not gonna lie i'm always i was putting out tweets like it's fine guys Just keep the faith and i was like 90% there <laughs> 10, 10% of me was like man i'm i was gutted i'm literally i was gutted like i i i yeah i oh my god so by the way follow us on twitter you know we, we talk a lot to Twitter. i didn't watch anything on Friday night. I didn't look at any F1 news until nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday. So I had no clue. So I'll just watch you qualifying. I'm tweeting. I'm like, oh my God, we're on pole position. This is great. Everyone's like, no, look at the news. And I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God. We've got a fucking dis oh we, we're under investigation. Then we get then we get disqualified. So you're like, okay, cool. No matter what happens, oh man, he went from 20th to 5th. Sorry. So no matter what happens, we're gonna get a five grade grid like penalties I'm like god even if he makes up like uh, let's say he makes up 10 places <laughs> like you know I mean he's just still okay we're still gonna start like 15th and then uh, you know if we can you know we might get taken out in the first corner or whatever and you know it felt like if this weekend let's say if I was like if we don't if we can only score like five or six points Verstappen's gonna be like 40 plus points ahead of us and I was like this is we're buggered it yeah so with all of that on the line Putting his car where he was putting his car constantly, knowing that any mistake, any uh accident that he has could jeopardize his whole championship. And for for it to end up as a win, I, I think it's one of his greatest drives of of all time. Um now you've watched this race, Tommy. Do you think I guess how were you before the race, what were your did you think were you always confident of uh of the title of number eight or um, were you having doubts? And I guess, how are you feeling now after, you know, having seen the performance and and obviously, you know, the standings are a lot closer. Mm.
1: You know, I'm a realistic person. I thought going into it, I thought it's going to take a madness to win. And then when he kept (laughs) getting penalties and everything, I thought, you know what, this guy's going to have to just drive for his life. And then when, um, you know, qualified happened and he got the penalty, I was like, okay, so here we go again. And then his sprint race killed it. I said, when I looked at the sprint race, I was like, mm. I didn't match in my head. I was like, mm. so 20 laps. <laughs> so we're taking uh, 15 cars. Uh, and I did the math. I thought, you know what? This is actually possible. So yeah. when I saw him on the, you know, on the, um, on the weekend driving, I, I had faith. The only yeah. thing I was, I had faith in him. I didn't have faith in Max Verstappen letting him pass him. That's what yeah. I thought was going to happen. I thought Max was just going to go, uh, write him off. That's what I <laughs> thought was going to happen. But and he tried it. Seeing that. Yeah, he tried it, but seeing it now, I'm like, right, like, there's actually still hope. What's the deficit? Twelve points.
2: Twelve points. Yeah,
1: twelve that's, points. That's
2: a sweet yeah, deficit 14. to go into. Oh, is it fourteen? Sorry, is it, 14? Yeah, is it I think oh, it's fourteen? Okay, was fourteen? Oh, okay, 14,
1: oh, it's 14 yes, it is fourteen. So 14, fourteen. He just, basically Lewis needs to win every race. Every race. Now. Yeah. Or yeah, he might, out.
0: Yeah.
1: If he can win the next two, was how many races left? Three. He three to, races. He
0: has, to, he has to win all
1: three. So there's three races left. So what have we got left? We've got Qatar. Qatar, We've got Saudi Arabia and we've got Abu Dhabi. So he has to... (laughs) In the Middle East. (laughs) He's going to have to... The beast of the Middle East. He's going to have to kill all of them, you know? So I think if he can come first in... If he can come first in Qatar, which I have faith, because it looks like a high-speed track. If he can come first in Saudi Arabia, again, another high-speed track, then I think if he can do second or third in Abu Dhabi, we might be chill. But this is also just... Can I just say, if Max Verstappen comes second in all those races? My mag might come Uh, third, uh, Bottas might make up.
0: Max has to, if if Lewis wins two, Mm -hmm. Max has to come, I think it's third or lower. In In every race? In the last race. So So if Lewis only wins two, yeah. Max has to do quite badly you know, in one of the races, basically. I can't lie.
1: I have faith in Bottas, you know. Cause, but you know what? Let's keep it straight. He's
0: getting a bit spicy now. I'm not has, Bottas I has, to pace. He has
1: yeah. pace. He has pace. He has pace. He just, as long as his head's in the game, he can do it. And I think they'll qualify first and second on the high-speed track. So Saudi Arabia and Qatar, I think yeah. they're going to qualify first and second there. I think there's a big I think as well chance with, they will.
0: With Bottas, he has to want to help Lewis in that moment. Yeah, and sometimes you can see him thinking about, like, do I want to help Lewis or not?
1: Trust me, um, trust me, trust me. Like, yeah. early in the season, you know, we wouldn't be in this predicament if early in the season, Bottas let my man pass. Because there were situations where he was fighting him, you know, and I was like, was mm, a bit mad, like, he's your teammate. <laughs> like, but I guess every man has his own pride, and yet they have a point to prove. But I think sometimes play, being a team player is more important than, you know, trying to be a, a star when you're not. Like, it's like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. You need, your, uh, you need your wingman. You, sometimes you just, and some people are just born to be great wingmen. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not, a, it's, not, it's not an issue, you know, just be really good at it. But Bottas, I feel, has tarnished his reputation by his behavior over this year. But I think that something has been said to him because now, listen, my
2: man's driving a bit better. You know? <laughs> I, I think, I, I can imagine he got bollocks for Mexico. Right. Yeah,
1: 100%. Hundred percent. They probably said, look, you need to start driving properly or you are out of this car this yeah. season, you know. <laughs> I feel
2: like as <laughs> well, he, he has just accepted
0: the fact that now he is no longer going to be driving for Mercedes. Like I yeah. think yeah. the Alfa Romeo um, contract has suited him. Like he's yeah. got a three-year contract yeah. and he's, he's happy. Do you know what I mean? And I think that is genuine happiness for, for him because he's, like, mm. getting to stay in the sport. He's probably keeping a nice pay package. Mercedes mm. he's probably gave him a nice little redundancy package as well. Like, mm. yeah. there's all sorts of things that are, are probably making it, keeping him, his spirit void. But I totally yeah. agree with you. I think, like, you know, he he could make or break this championship as well and similarly Perez yeah. like I'm a I'm a massive Checo fan and I will oh, yeah. always say that like <laughs> yeah. up front and centre
2: yeah, regardless like of still. the fact
0: that I hate the fact that he's in Red Bull yeah. or like should I say I'm I'm happy for him that he found a good seat but I just hate Red Bull so um, like Checo, I think a bit like um, I'm super happy for him but also it, the number two drivers in the next three races are going to play a massive part
1: in this they are key
2: makers a hundred percent they are um also on a note it's crazy how Checo and Lewis have some of the best racing that we see all season easily but Max Verstappen is in inca- in an identical car Max Verstappen is incapable of just clean racing with Lewis Hamilton yeah
1: but because he's not a clean driver that's it
2: like he's not um all I want to say is, like, I just want to, I want to put on record, yeah, Lewis Hamilton, I, I am, conf- looking at what we've done with that engine. Obviously, we've come with an engine, and they're saying, right, there's only four four races left. We're just going to turn the shit out of this engine. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a high performance. We're gonna go for it. I think it's overdue. I think, I think Mercedes could have pulled their finger out earlier in the season and, and brought some kind of, you know, uh, upgrades or whatever, but they, you know, they've gone down the road, they've gone and and here we are. But I think that Lewis driving the way he has, that was like, I think, I think it was you Paris, but you know, it was a statement, you know, it's, you know, he's not uh, for people to think that Lewis Hamilton is, is washed or Lewis (laughs) Hamilton is over the hill or, I'm saying like, guys, we are watching history. What we watched this weekend, yeah, was history. Like you said, they're going to be talking about this for years to come. They're going to be talk when they talk about spin races. They're going to be anytime someone has a good spin race, they're going to say, "Ah, oh, it's it's Hamilton esque in Brazil. Like, and every time we talk about you now, when we're talking about championships, and let's say he does win this championship, we're going to look back on this weekend as a pivotal weekend in motorsport history because the way that he performed. I think the crowd reaction to him and, and that relationship that he had with the crowd was such a heartwarming thing to see. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. images are images that we can look back on in twenty years' time and haven't waving that Brazil flag and like, That's that's history, that's F one heritage. Um, and it it makes me sad that there's people who don't want to appreciate that and there's people who just want to shit on it because you know they don't want Lewis to win it's fine look I have no issue with Verstappen fans Yeah, you know, there's Verstappen fans who we talk to on Twitter and who we get along with we're fine it's not you know we don't have an issue with Verstappen fans per se but what we do have an issue with and we will never accept or will never tolerate or even understand it's just trying to diminish what we're watching in front of us which is absolute yeah. greatness and um I'm so glad to be able to be here with you guys and talk about it and be like ah oh, this shit is awesome man yeah, right yeah, shit is incredible right let's get into stars of the day uh paris who's your star of the day
0: oh shit like i mean it has to be hamilton yeah um i'm not going to lie i did try at points to watch the rest of the field I really did like I genuinely had moments where I was like okay what's happening with Ocon and Alonso you know they're having a little battle with Vettel oh what's happened to Stroll Stroll's at the back now okay I genuinely tried but what was happening at the front of the race was just too eye capturing like it was it was too awesome I could not not watch it and therefore I cannot not say Hamilton like he just was the star of the weekend. He wasn't even star of the race. He yeah. star of the weekend. He made the weekend what it
2: was. Hundred percent. I'm gonna give her I'm gonna give I a mean, you know what? Round of applause for Lewis Hamilton, man. Like this guy oh. incredible. I, I just I fucking love this guy, man. Like I just, allegedly, I'm like, I'm in awe. I just can't believe we get to watch this guy week in, week out. Uh, Tommy, do you have uh, a star of the day?
1: Yeah, it's the same thing, Lewis Hamilton. I think you can't, <laughs> you can't watch that race and not pick anyone else. And when yeah. I saw the people voting for um driver there and I saw Max was in second, I was like,
2: for what? <laughs> uh, uh, I just... Uh, that vote is, like, the most ridiculous... I really... I would love if they just got rid of it, honestly. like, Yeah, it doesn't I, make, it's not making sense. It's you know. just, like, it's never... It's hardly not never. It's hardly given to the person who I think is actually deserving of it, and yeah, I, I just I just find it like I saw like Lewis Hamilton had like thirty six percent or something. I was like, what? It's like, it's like what are you guys Man watching? What are we watching field, here? Yeah. Like, I think it
0: goes back to what I was saying about like actually the the quantity of fans that I genuinely mm, really like yeah. appreciate. Um, even even some of the fans who may say, "Oh, I'm not a Max fan, but I still don't want Lewis to win." Like yeah. I think it kind of goes back to that kind of kind of mentality. And like you said, it, it it's really sad to see because it does diminish, I think, people's actual appreciation of the sport if you can't genuinely see a great driver in front of you and say that that's a great driver.
2: Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, if you're a racist yeah. prick, then you know you're just gonna have hate in your heart, and that hate. It's gonna eat you up. Kanye West said, Hate niggas marry hated bitches and have hated kids. That's gonna be your life. Back. That's gonna be your life, you racist motherfuckers. Anyway, <laughs> we're living good, okay? <laughs> no, no, race is burning our heart and, and we're good. Um, okay, guys, you know what? For the sake of the format, I'm gonna go. Obviously, Lewis Hamilton. You know what? Oh! You know what? Yeah, I just wanna say also. I think the I think the 10 seconds Yuki got was harsh, yeah. Like I think Lance Stroll turned into Yuki at that corner when he could have given space. I think it was a bit desperate from Yuki, and it was a bit late. But also, I think ten seconds I think ten seconds for that was very harsh, and I just wanted to put that on there. FIA, I, I think he did a bad job this weekend. But um I'm gonna say I don't like praising this guy, but we haven't actually spoken about him. I don't mind praising him, but we haven't spoken about uh, this guy or this team on the pod because Tandy hates them. So I can never. It's like getting blood out of a stone. Trying to talk to her about Ferrari, I'll I'll mention them, and it's (laughs) like she just don't want to talk about it. bro. so let's talk about Charles Leclerc. Uh, I'm going to say Charles Gay. I don't think he was the best driver of the day. Obviously Lewis Hamilton was, but I just want to. I want to pick up Ferrari. I think since the engine upgrade that they brought in, I can't remember when it was, but like four or five races ago, they've made a clear jump on McLaren, um, and they're I think they're demonstrably faster than them now. Um, Leclerc and signs are always so close to each other, but I'm just looking at Leclerc finishing P5. He always seems to be there or thereabouts uh, in a really good position at the end of the race. Uh, he seems to be getting the best out of that car. 2022. Are Ferrari going to win the world championship? No? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the stupidness of that. Ferrari <laughs> winning right. the world. Oh, Every what time
1: there's I'm... been a change of regulations, has Ferrari ever been at uh, the front? Unless the regulations have changed for them, nah.
2: You're no. not winning it, man. You know, so you don't think, you don't think. I don't know the engine that I they. I have
0: no predictions for next year at no, all. I'm no. waiting to see how. I want to see and test in how that car yeah. races before yeah. I make any predictions. Let me tell I you something. It's yeah. going to be different next year.
1: The engine doesn't got... matter next year. It's not. The, it's say... not about the engine because everyone's developed this V6 engine to the peak of performance. The yeah. engines are basically level now. They're just at different yeah. wear rates. But listen, next year's about aerodynamics, and next year's about, you know, team um, fluidity and team dynamics. And yeah. Ferrari, they're not right quite there yet. But I think they'll do well, yeah. but I don't think that they're they're there yet. You And
0: also, a... I think some of the other teams, I'm not saying they're going to be, like, on Ferrari or even McLaren or definitely not Mercedes and Red Bull's level, but... Um, or well, should I say, maybe they'll be on Ferrari and McLaren's level. For example, Otmar's just ha- ha- hired like 800 people for Aston Martin and stuff. So, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, Lance Stroll's hired 800 people for <laughs> Aston Martin. Um, so, you know, you can't discount the amount of development that is going into next year. It's going to exactly. be peak. Like, I think what we've seen. This year is no indication at all of what's going to happen
1: exactly. next year. Mass know- have been developing their next year car all year <laughs> from last, year man. From last year, man. they've been more on the board to me than it looks like Red Bull being on the board. You know, like <laughs>
2: well, Red Bull. I've been on record saying we've basically put. You know, I think they've changed their stance later in the end. They're like, well, obviously, we've been working on twenty twenty two, but it's obviously clear that a lot of resources have gone into this car. They you know they've been upgrading this car throughout the year. So I'm almost expecting Red Bull to be like around third or fourth fastest next year. They're always quite good at developing through a season. So I reckon by the end of the season, they may have caught up slightly. But I can't see a situation where Red Bull come out of the box with the same pace that they've had this year. Um, Mm. I reckon Mercedes will do well because... Well, I would hope so, because the way that they basically said that they're not developing this year's car and they were putting everything on la- ne- to- sorry, next year's car, I would fucking hope so that next year's yeah. car is, is you know, is, is a beast because, you know, this W12 has been an absolute pain in the ass until recently.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, I think, you know what, the W12, it's actually a quick car, you know, it's like it's fast, but They've just it. They, it doesn't make sense to focus on this year. It just doesn't. Yeah. When the new regulations are going to last for several years, yeah. it's like it doesn't make sense. I respect the fact that they made that decision and didn't try try fight for this. You know, like farcical season uh, yeah. title that we have now. But yeah, hopefully they can still get it this year and they can just you know keep doing what they're doing. But the way the FIA is moving. Let's see if it's allowed.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how these men are moving next year. Okay, let's get into. I wanted to pick up Charles Leclerc. Well done. Um, who do you rate higher, Charles Leclerc or Max Verstappen?
1: You know what? I rate Charles higher. You know? I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put because Charles has had less years in the sport, and he seems to be a more mature driver. And he seems to be more, you know, like in tune with just being, just focusing on driving and not like being,
2: yeah, being, being a
1: prick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I like about Shard, like it's, this is early on in his career, you know, and he's still very, very good. Um, he got several wins over the time over his time at Mercedes, uh, Ferrari, and I just think he'll be a better champion than Max Verstappen. You know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think I would I would trust Charles more in wheel to wheel combat and in oh. um, and in oh actually <laughs> he's a bit mad still actually It does have moments. Paris, uh, what are your thoughts, Charles or Max?
0: Um, I'm not going to lie, I like Charles and Kirk more as uh, for as all of the reasons Tommy said. And I think um, you know he he has had a really good entry. You know he's gone a couple of years at Sauber, a couple of years now at um, Ferrari. And um I think he's had a, a really good good entry into the sport, you know, like he, he's he's made a really good name for himself. Um but I think as much of a dickhead that Max Verstappen nice. is, um his he does have a slight advantage technical advantage over um over Looker, in that uh when he's not being mad Max and, and driving like a crazy person, he actually does sometimes make those um, calculated moves and calculated decisions. And yeah. I don't think Max, um, I don't think Charles has developed that just yet. But I think Charles will develop that. And I yeah. look forward to seeing him be a champion way more than I look forward <laughs> to seeing Max be a champion. But I, at the what? moment, mm. I think um, Max is the better driver.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh- I yeah I think my my problem with Charles is that Charles when he's in a position to do well can make mistakes and the mistakes that he the mistakes that he makes you know I'm thinking that he's crashed in Azerbaijan. You know, once in practice, I think the other time was in practice as well, was in qualifying, but Monaco, you know, I think it was in Monaco, Monaco as well this yeah. season. Um, you know, there's been a
1: <laughs> that Monaco crash. Can we not act like it was a mistake? please like, I think everyone's beyond that now because it was very clear that wasn't a mistake. My man saw the corner, and went, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's just like,
0: uh, even more like, it's just like. He's, he just does stuff sometimes. Bro, like, Someone you... said to me that Charles Leclerc's like a himbo. I can't remember <laughs> who said that. But he really is. Like he's a proper little like, <laughs> I feel like sometimes there's, there's a bit of air up there. So yeah, he it needs I, to get knocked
2: out. Some of the videos they put out of Ferrari, like he he's like his general like knowledge of stuff is like really like, like to the point of oh. you'd be like, are you like, if that was your point, like, are you all right? Like, what, what <laughs> are you talking about? Um, so I, I get the himbo thing. Uh, yeah, I, I think it, I, I would love, I would love Ferrari to be up there next year. I'd love for like a three team kind of fight. Uh, would be cool. I'd love to kind of see, I'd love to see that Car- Charles Leclerc, Carlos signs kind of rivalry. Uh, you know, if they were fighting for wins and, and stuff like that, because I, I, I know Charles is the golden boy. I think Signs with a year in that car. Signed
0: um, one year. He's o- not even a year. He's only done twenty yeah. races, like yeah. nineteen races. He, I think that people are gonna have to acknowledge Signs next yeah.
2: year. 100%. I think that
0: they're gonna have to because. Do you know what really annoys me though? I don't yeah. know if Signs is racist or not. And it really stops me from getting behind him wholeheartedly (laughs) because I've heard things and then I'm just like, I really can't support people who are racist, obviously, Uh, uh, for obvious reasons. And it it genuinely, (laughs) I feel like, but you know what, I want people to also understand that as, as a human being, that really can affect like your opinion on things, because obviously I cannot get behind someone who is racist. But I really sometimes want to get behind signs because I think yeah. you know obviously Leclerc gets all of the love and rightfully so like he's a good driver and stuff. But mm. signs is very
1: good. Let me ask very you a question, good. yeah? Lewis sure. is retired. You have a championship-winning team. Who are you picking as your two drivers of anyone in the field?
2: Oh, it's a good one. Um... Current field? Yeah. I'm going to go with, uh, uh, I I can't do it. I'm going to go with Charles Leclerc. (laughs) I was going to say Max, but I just can't do it. I'm going to go with Charles Leclerc. (laughs) And I'm going to go, if you'd asked me before Russia, Mm. I would have said Lando Norris. But Lando's form has, I think he's, I still think there's a lingering thing about Russia and not getting that win. And I think his form is not as good. Or Daniel Ricciardo is doing slightly better now. So the discrepancy between the two of them doesn't look as mad and, but you know what? Fuck it. Lando. I'm going to go with Charles Leclerc and Lando Norris. What about you guys?
1: Paris, how about you?
2: I
0: genuinely would have said the exact same two people. Yeah. Um, and similarly to Nyasha, like, I literally, I, I think Lando's going through it at the moment, mentally. Mm, yeah. And he's learning the things that Lewis learned a long time ago. So I mm. think when if he can kind of get on top of his mentality in the next few years, he's going to be a great, great driver. Mm. Um, that was the only thing. I would have possibly said like George Russell as a as potential, but the other my issue with George and why I wouldn't say him is because we haven't seen him in a better car. We've heard that he's really good, but we haven't actually seen the goods other than secure, and obviously we know what happened with that. And there's a bit of a there's an anomaly. There's, yeah. I need to see some consistent drives with mm. Nor- Norris. We have hard data. Yeah, and we know that Morris can perform so that's I, would, I would definitely say Leclerc and Morris um, similarly to similar to you I couldn't I can't say um, I can't say Max <laughs> I love Checo but he's he's not a championship winning how driver how come neither of
1: you said Max because you guys apparently said that Max <laughs> is a better driver than Charles like, so I'm trying to understand know, like, why did you I pick just, Max
2: because I hate yes, him bro. I, I can't, can't be his boss no, no, been no, been I'm saying it. I'm saying no this is irrespective like Oh, okay. Irrespective, Max Verstappen. No, but
1: think about it. Are you actually picking Max Verstappen to be in the same team as Charles Leclerc? Oh, wait. They're just gonna
2: (laughs) crash. They're just gonna. Yeah. Okay. So I have to say, I would not. Who would you rather
1: have, Charles Leclerc or Max Verstappen? I
0: would have to have Max, Max. but then (laughs) who do you pair with Max? Because then it's like second driver syndrome again. Yeah.
1: So it's like
0: it's, it's he's just headache. Whichever way you go with it, like yeah. that's why him and Horner who,
2: are made are for you, each other. Who are you?
1: you take? Uh My two. I'll pick George Russell. Yeah. And I would probably pick um, of the current field maybe George Russell and. Gonna sound mad, you know, but Esteban knock on, you know. <laughs> I would pick that, you know. I would pick that. <laughs> it's gonna sound mad. Dude. That's
0: actually kinda of wild, but like it kind of <laughs> make sense. You know I, what I makes sense.
1: Let's keep it one ten. George Russell bodied everyone, all of the rookies on the grid he's bodied them in the junior formulas. The man's yeah. quick. The man got in a in a Mercedes one weekend, the man didn't even fit in the car, bodied bottas, bro. The guy is fast. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. Because I think we're kind of skewed, because obviously we're Lewis fans. And a lot of people are using this George Russell um, concept as, oh, he's going to show Lewis up. Yeah. And everyone knows, we know it's not the case, but it's irritating. So people don't like to like George Russell. But George Russell is a cold driver and he's a team leader. Bang. George Russell, Esteban Ocon. he's a very good driver. Yeah. And he knows how to be a wingman. Standard, cold team. That team <laughs> is cold, bro. Let me, <laughs> that team is so cold.
0: To be fair. To be fair, Similar to the reason why I can't choose Max, I similarly can't choose Alonso, Yeah,
1: but he is on the current uh, field. Nah, let's not talk about
0: No, 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 no. He is a cold driver as well. Like, dickhead or not, mad reasoning behind his actions towards Lewis this year or not, <laughs> Alonso is one of the best drivers on that field, and if you put him in a championship winning car, he's winning championships.
1: I don't know, man, because he was in a championship winning Ferrari, and my man didn't win a championship. What <laughs> <laughs> no, was he Mine has two championship. championships. He was in a championship winning McLaren,
0: and my man didn't win a championship. <laughs> but that was only cause, that's only because because Lewis won the championship. No, 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 no.
1: When he, when he was with Al- when Lewis and Alonso, the issue with Alonso is his ego. He was crazy that year.
0: He, he drives with his ego. Yeah, and
1: He was man with. Would...
0: Um, blackmail and shit that year. Yeah. like yeah two effort.
1: championships I beg like common yeah. like come but on but he is like he as is a driver yeah. when
0: if you take away his crazy mentality he's a mm. cold driver. Yeah he's, he's a yeah. cold
1: driver but I feel I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Russell would body Alonso. I just feel like he would like I, I, there's something about Russell where he has it's not only raw pace, he has such a driver's team leaders mentality. The man is so ride to die for his team. I feel like if William said, George, we need you to pull over and end the race because yeah, we think it will give Nicholas a better chance of doing this. My man would stop the car and get out, bro. Like he, like He's such a team player and that's what you need when it comes to it. I don't know about that.
0: No, I actually don't know about that. Because, yeah, the one, the one time we heard him say, I'll do anything for Latif, like, sacrifice my race, do what you've got to do for Nicky, he, he was blatantly doing that because. He knew he was getting that Mercedes seat, and he was trying to show that he could He could
1: be a team what, player. Do you know why? Do you know why? I can't? Do you know what I can't? Know that that was... Because the drivers don't know what's gonna get put out on the radio. They can say they, they say a lot that we don't hear. So he didn't know that exact line was going. But I genuinely yeah, think he knew from what I know to of Toto. this guy,
0: he didn't he didn't care about it going out <laughs> on the air. He knew it was getting back to Toto. That's yeah. the only person he needed to impress at that
1: time. He, he already knew he was in the seat you're gonna come. Them times I'm telling you, man, the guy's cold, and you we'll know, see you next year because next year we're gonna. See Mercedes one twos and cold. And I bet you that George Russell will be willing to let Lewis drive past him. Easily. He's not gonna argue with it. Do you know these and it's funny because a lot of these men look up to Lewis, you know. And they try yeah. and hide it. But George Russell, he's the only one that doesn't try and hide it, fam. He's like, yeah, yeah. Lewis is the G, fam. Him, the him and
0: Pierre. Him and Pierre are yeah. Lewis. They don't care. Yeah.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? And all the other players, Lando Norris, let's keep it 110. My man looks up to Lewis. His number, he picked 40 for a reason, bro. Like, yeah. He loves Lewis Hamilton, fam. Like all these youngsters, they love him out. Even Alex Albon, but they just don't try and... Imagine your British kid coming up in Formula One and you see a British guy winning, you're going to support him. They're just yeah. pretending like they don't now because they're in the same league, but. Lando
0: also cannot tell a joke to save his life because he just sounds like an asshole when he, when he tells them. Yeah, he doesn't, if you, he doesn't
1: if you know listen how to it, to end the jokes. if you listen to it like he's an asshole, you think he's an asshole. But if you listen yeah. to it like, okay, yeah, he's being sarcastic. Like what you said about Lewis the other day, I was like, I watched it. I was like, why is everyone complaining? Because my man literally was saying like a joke. He was like, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, like,
0: that's, that that's, he just doesn't know how to close jokes. And I think people mm. take it the wrong way. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. He sounds like an asshole. But he, I he, genuinely think that is his in his mind, that is his way of showing admiration
2: for Lewis. Yeah. I think he's, you know what he's, I mean? He's very self-deprecating. And the thing with self-deprecation is like, when you're, when you're putting yourself down, you have to really put yourself down and not diminish the other person. But what he done yeah. was he was like, he was trying to take the piss out of himself, but really he was just diminishing what Lewis done. So people are like, "Why, bruv, That was a sick move." And he's like, "Oh, it's no, fine. I, you know, I didn't even move out of the way, but you know, you, you, you know, you, you clearly got overtaken very clearly." And I think he wanted to take the piss out of himself, but he just the way that he done it, he definitely
0: did. And, it's just his humor.
2: But I also, don't mind,
0: personally, I don't mind Lando Norris's humor. I get it because I, I think, yeah. I think Cause you
2: have exactly. common sense. That's why. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I think that he. I think when it comes to Lewis, I think he needs to choose his words more carefully just because of the way that he can say things will get taken the way that they get taken. And the more he does it, the more he looks like he just doesn't want to let Lewis have praise rather than diminish himself. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I was going to say something with Russell. We'll see next year. Like you say, Mercedes are going to be strong next year. You'd hope so. Potentially, could be another twenty twenty situation. So let's see with Russell. He's. I think Mercedes have been very clear in that you know he's coming in to learn from Lewis. Uh he's he's you know, and you would expect. I'd expect Lewis to be kind of the same distances that you know Verstappen and. Uh, actually kind of the same distance as he's, he's given to Bottas at the moment. I kind of accept, expect them to be that close. I think if he's two, three tenths off, that's fine. Like, I think that's okay for the first season. But I do expect him to have some good results. I just hope that it's a harmonious relationship. I think what he's going in there for and what the British media want him to go in there for are two completely separate things. And I think that's why I didn't want to put it in my team because I think until I see George in the Mercedes seat and what he's actually like, then I'll be able to fully put my support behind him for now. I'm definitely yep. wary about agree. what he's going to bring, but I'm excited. I think that is, if, if, if it is a harmonious, I think that is equal, if not better than the signs. If, if those two, if Russell comes in and does what we all think he can do, yeah. then I think those I think those two are the strongest drivers. Yeah. It's gonna be
1: a it's gonna be a great team. You're gonna like you're gonna I, I can tell you're gonna see it's gonna be a great there. May be a few um errors here and there or a few crashes, and George is definitely gonna have a few races where he's gonna be faster than Lewis. Because it just happens sometimes. There's yeah. Bottas tests where he's a few races gonna be faster. Yeah, yeah. If, but I'm telling you, you, George know, Russell is cold and I will be willing to put money down on George Russell yeah. having a championship in the next three or four years. A hundred percent. How long I, is this? Contract? I kinda
0: can't wait until we see um I know Lewis has got until twenty twenty three, so I'm assuming yeah. George's is sim- similar. Yeah. Um I really can't wait, honestly. I love Lewis being in the sport, but I also am very interested to see the dynamics of the sport when Lewis leaves. Yeah exactly. when I it leaves know how they're gonna deal with diversity? Like so yeah. many things, I want to just see. I want to see who they're gonna hate. Like who? Who you lot are gonna make your villain? Yeah. Because one of them people on that grid is gonna to have to be the villain. It can't be Lewis anymore. It's gonna to have to be somebody else.
2: Crazy. I just. I guess it'll be. I can see it being George because awesome. if it'll be
1: he's got a big target on
2: back. Then George is gonna be the guy that you know. And I guess whoever goes I mean yeah, we just don't know, do we I mean yeah. it's it's going to be a weird sport once Lewis leaves because he's he's such a focal point for everything for love for hate, for discrimination for like do you know what i mean it's just it's it's yeah. all the bad things as well that's it I'm struggling to think of like, like who are these what are these races going to do with their time now like do you know
1: what they're going to do? they're going to be like <sighs> a nigger free sport, I love that. Shit. <laughs> That's exactly what they're gonna like, ah, I can enjoy Formula One again. They're gonna uh, you're gonna see Formula One numbers start going mad. Everyone's gonna be like, mm, yeah, like no one's dirtying up the track and doing it. You're gonna s I guarantee you, when he goes, every the, the sport, everyone, all the fans are gonna be like, Oh, this is amazing. You know, yeah, finally he's out. Or it's gonna be exactly like that. And it's like oh that's exactly what it's gonna be like. One thing we're
0: definitely going to see, though, in the beginning of 2022, I reckon for at least the first five races, is we're going to have to deal with the noise of the media discussing Lewis and George. I
2: know I'm not looking forward to that. Than
0: Max, and it's going to be way worse than Max and Lewis this year. Yeah. Like, do you remember the first half of the season? They kept even for Max. Max was just like, "Why are you asking me stupid questions?" Like, they kept trying to like create a rivalry, Span the flames, and cause the fight. And I feel like it's going to be 10 times worse.
1: With yeah, they're definitely going to do that.
0: And George has to like keep tunnel vision and maintain, like, not let I, all of the yeah. stuff that they're going to say feed his ego and cause a fracture and all that kind of stuff. Like, Toto's going to have to have a real hands on the two of them because at the end of the day, as much as people are not going to like it, George is coming into Lewis's team. Yeah. Yeah, Mercedes is Mercedes, blah, blah, blah. They're a whole team, but it's Lewis's team. Man's a seven time, hopefully by then, eight time world champion, and he needs his Amen. respect. Like, he's the number one driver. Yeah. So he is going to get dibs on everything. He's going to have the best mechanics. He's got his team that he's been with for how many years and all this kind of stuff. And people are going to have to accept that George is number two.
2: Yeah, one million percent. And he can't get gassed. I felt like a little part of him, we've seen it where I think he's let people gas him up. I thought how he reacted in Imola was very telling uh after the crash with Bottas. I felt like when he was like kind of smirking through the interviews, when they kept asking him about the contracts and he was like, well, uh, I'll definitely be driving a Mercedes next year. And, you, know, you know, when someone was like, when someone's flirting with you and they're just like trying to make up, they're not going to get with you. But you know it's going like, to happen at some point. And it's just like, this guy, like we, we can tell what you're doing. I found that a little bit unprofessional. But hopefully he doesn't let the hype get to him. He doesn't let people get in his ear. And, you know, we go from there. Guys, real quick, any donkeys of the day? I'm trying to go through this grid right now. I
0: think, obviously, Lando had contact on the first lap. Lando, yeah, but at the same time, as much as we've just been chatting him up because, um, you know, he's a good driver and stuff. Um, like we said, he he's declined a lot over the past few races, and he only went away with one point this weekend.
1: I don't, I don't, I want to say that clash. I think I don't necessarily think it was entirely his fault it was just it was no, I don't, racing, I don't really you know think it was
0: but like he obviously then couldn't come back so
1: mm. um, I know. mean but giving him donkey Between of the day when and- we have Nikita Mazepin on the track is a bit wild to me yeah. sure. I'm saying like yeah, I don't even know why even- I don't know why you even have this donkey of the day thing man. man's finishing 50 seconds behind his old teammate <laughs> listen let's keep it 110 it's Nikita Mazepin, like.
2: But it's he, every he, week he but... finished in front of mick schumacher this weekend and he said that's it was because a...
0: mick schumacher dnf'd
2: uh mick schumacher no he mick schumacher he did not dnf he had a broken wing at one point oh, um well, you know so, what i mean yeah no i hear it look uh look guys it took
1: get... my man driving around the track with a wing under his
2: car for his teammates to get past him that is mad folks. oh my <laughs> god <laughs> Oh my god! Um, <laughs> um, look, I am always here for Mazepin's uh, lander. I, I, look, I guess my donkey of the day. I am looking at the grid. Uh, there is no one really. I, it's, I was so, like you, Paris. I was so engrossed with what was happening at the front. You know, I don't think there was anyone who I could probably say I would give it to. Um, I am going to give it to the FIA. I am going to give it to Michael Massey. Mm, I don't it, like. I, I don't like. I don't like the flirting with Red Bull. Uh, or making
1: decisions before you've seen the footage seen That's any
2: I mean. footage and then coming out afterwards and saying oh yeah you know it, it may have been punishable if I'd you know, now I've seen the onboard, board all of these things and it's just like um, honestly uh, incompetence of the highest order at best at worst I, I just I, I don't know if you guys have seen that bad sport documentary on, um, on Netflix. Netflix highly recommend it if you haven't mm-hmm. Um but there's a lot of a lot of fuck shit happens in sport that we don't know right. about man and it mm. all it takes is one whistleblower or someone to just blow the lid and to mm. say yeah this is what we were doing and we'll be like oh my god we were watching that in real time because mm. that decision not to send that turn for Where instance Cyril I feel like
0: his name's Cyril is Cyril Cyril the Renault guy yeah yeah I feel like right.
2: he, he'd be the good whistleblower I feel like he'd
0: be a, oh he, yeah he would, would
2: scream <laughs> He yeah, he just constantly looked pissed off, didn't he? Like yeah. constantly annoyed like he him some Probably does. Probably does. Um I, I probably just didn't want to work with Alonso. Probably just thought, <laughs> oh, I saw this guy, you know what I'm done. Um right, guys, let's let's leave it there. But I guess finally gun to your head, politely. Um Tommy, who's who's gonna win the who's gonna win the title?
1: Uh, if I say Lewis, uh, if I say anyone but Lewis, I'll be a snake. So. <laughs> I, have to, I have to go with Lewis. The way he's been driving and, you know, his experience. I, I think the only thing that will stop him is being crashed into by Max Verstappen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. No, sorry. I just, you said that and I just said it. You heard it so calmly, but like, you, you're 100% correct. <laughs> like, we really have to be careful about this shit, man. Right? It's fucking crazy. Uh, Paris. Here's your money? Um,
0: gun to my head you lot are gonna have to shoot me because honestly I don't want to say simply because I have that kind of tongue where if, as soon as I say it it doesn't happen right so I don't want to say it okay because I want it to happen so I'm not gonna say anything
2: okay and then I'm just gonna see what happens in the next three races okay uh, I take I was ready to play this
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, no 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 no. okay cool Thank
0: no, not, I, not 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 for that reason. Okay. I just I don't I really don't want to jinx it and there's not enough wood I could touch in the world that would make me not jinx it.
2: Yeah, fair play. No, no worries. Look, I Lewis is gonna oh, win the God. league <laughs> Lewis is gonna win the title. Um I think what we've got in the next three races are I hate the term three cup finals because there's no cup finals in motorsport and we even saying a football match is a cup final is a cliche in itself, but we really do have three races which if someone DNFs or if there's an incident between the two people at the front, it will drastically change the destination of the title and it, it just makes this season a ridiculous season that, you know, it's crazy we only have three races left. Uh, I can't believe it, but... It's going to be exciting. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. We'll give you both a round of applause. You guys, incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, Absolutely loved having you guys on. Um, Where can we find you? Paris, where can we find you on social media and all of them things there?
0: Um, I am one half of On The Chicane. So my co-host, Mariam, who is actually at Home Ill this evening. So shout out Maz. I hope you're feeling better. Shout um we run on the chicane uh we do editorial content on the web and we do post race uh commentary just like this so please check us out on youtube we are a youtube channel not a podcast, not a podcast. we're not <laughs> currently on any pods um but we are on youtube and we are on instagram and twitter and it's just at on the chicane
2: <laughs> and look thank yeah. you so much for coming on man really appreciate it shout out to Matt, tommy um name change because people would be like i don't recognize this guy but it was taser yeah. but now and tell me that's your name right
1: yeah that's my name that's my name
2: just yeah. my, your name full front out there
1: yeah i'm taking it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah my socials are just tommy music everywhere
2: nice tommy music everywhere yeah. go check him out guys got bangers bangers for days it, it's crazy Con- congratulations on all of the success you've had recently you On getting married of much. course uh and yeah fellow tommy Follow Paris. Follow me. Oh, and wait, can Tandy. I just make
1: a statement? Can I just make a statement? Oh, yeah, shoot. I went to Sandown uh, Daytona go-kart track and the only person above me on the all-time leaderboard, yeah. sorry, can I just say, in that same car, yeah. there was Lando Norris yeah. and Damon Hill. They're the only two people there above me. Wow. I'm, if you go there, you can see on the leaderboard, wow. Tommy, music. Do, no. do you know. What before they... anyone says anything about driving, man knows how to drive. You know, how to go?
2: <laughs> you know what, yeah? Let me. What's funny about that is that Tandy went to the very same go-karting place, and Tandy literally said, like, she was like, Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, She's like, I'm like, I was like, Lando Norris around there. I was like, I was, she said, I was beating the professionals. And I, I was like, uh, okay. Mm,
1: okay. Not, so, uh, okay. Is her name on the leaderboard? Oh,
2: <laughs> no, <hang> on. <laughs> but, but look, but it's look, we, we definitely believe her. it's not like Tandy to embellish. The things that she says ever, so of course. And look, guys, Tandy's going to be. on We're going to do a one-on-one chat with Tandy, and uh, we're going to. I think she just wants to. She said she was just going to send me a ten-minute voice note, and I was like, "Look, let's get your video, and uh, we can just have the rant about the FIA together." So that will be coming uh, later after this. But guys, thank you for watching. Subscribe to us. Uh, we are called stop F One. I was about to say Munchcom TV. That's me if you like food, but Quickstop F One. Is the thing. Subscribe. Leave a like. Thank you for listening. Leave a Apple review if you like those podcasts. If you're listening just through your ears, thank you. We will see you uh, after the next race in Qatar. God knows what's going to happen there. We've never been there before, um, but until then, thank you very much for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.
0: Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of Acast Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us! Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday, and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com/twoblackgirlspodcast.
1: Acast helps creators launch, grow,
2: and monetize their podcast every where